This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, urging EPA to keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Congress left town before key votes on infrastructure and reconciliation legislation could take place, leading to questions about just when broader consideration will happen. The Build Back Better framework and legislative text were unveiled yesterday and showed some big investments in many economic sectors, including agriculture and conservation. But the bill could see additional negotiation as some key Democrats seek changes to the $1.75 trillion package. There's more on what's in the bill and the process going forward in our Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. Many ag and environmental groups like what they see so far. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Several lobbying groups from the Chamber of Commerce to National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition are weighing in as congressional Democrats look for compromises on the reconciliation and bipartisan infrastructure bills. NSAC praised lawmakers for including $27.15 billion for working lands conservation programs in the reconciliation bill. The bill also includes $9 billion for the Environmental Quality Incentives Program, $7.5 billion for the Regional Conservation Partnership Program, and $4 billion for the Conservation Stewardship Program. However, U.S. Chamber of Commerce Executive Vice President Neil Bradley urged lawmakers to pump the brakes on the reconciliation bill, citing economic inflation concerns. Bradley pushed for a swift passage of the bipartisan infrastructure bill, saying it deserves to pass on its own merits. The National Farmers Union said it appreciated the tax provisions in the Build Back Better reconciliation package being focused on the wealthiest Americans and did not include the elimination of the stepped-up basis. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. By the way, today is Ben's last day with AgriPulse, and we wish him the best in his next adventure. A livestock industry economist expects prices in several connected sectors to start to influence the fed cattle market. I don't know how you can slow it down. You throw this much money in the system and you got an economy that's still not fully back on board and yet headed up, not only in the U.S. but around the globe. We're going to have some real inflationary pressures to deal with here for the next several years. Randy Block is the CEO of CattleFax. Speaking at the Texas Cattle Feeders Association convention, He says input prices for cattle production are higher than usual. You'll see what's going on with feed grain prices, oil prices, energy prices, value of energy in our grains. I think that's the reason that when you look at it relative to historical supply-demand numbers, corn's about 50 cents a bushel higher than it would typically be given this type of a stocks-to-use ratio. He says that could lead to tighter cattle numbers in the future. I think we'll see cost of gains continue to stay more elevated, you know, just the cost of doing business. Vehicles are going to cost more, still already cost more, energy costs more, fuel costs more. The list goes on and on and on, and ultimately you've got to pass that down. The wholesale markets have already got a lot of that type of stuff built into them, but we haven't been able to share in that yet at the fed cattle level, but that'll change in here as we work into tighter numbers. That audio courtesy of the Radio Oklahoma Network. Block is expecting 2022 cash cattle prices to fall between 120 and 160 per pound, with an average price of about 135. Finally today, trick-or-treaters are expected to take to the streets over the weekend with the hopes of bringing home a record haul of Halloween candy. According to the National Confectioners Association, 87% of people say they will purchase the same amount or more of Halloween candy this year, and 93% of millennial parents plan to celebrate Halloween. 
As pandemic concerns ease across the country, 82% of Americans say they're confident they will find safe and creative ways to celebrate the occasion. NCA recommends portioning out that Halloween haul into two or three peas increments and having a balanced dinner before going out to trick or treat. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Since 2008, the use of ethanol and biodiesel has reduced greenhouse gas emissions by an average of 82 million metric tons each year. That's the equivalent of taking 18 million cars off the road. EPA should keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.